Blog Talk Radio. PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy, Three Letter Man. I know the vibes already, man. Watch what's goody. Salute, brother. What's good? You already know, man. Let's get into this, man. Benny the Butcher the Butcher coming Negro. We're here now watch with Plugged I Met Part 2. Highly anticipated Plugged I Met Part 2. Him coming off a burden of proof with Hit Boy. Benny got a lot of praise, a lot of love in the streets from the hip-hop community, from the IG world, me watching everybody named Mom Dukes posting up burden of proof and showing his, giving him his kudos. Um, obviously, when you and I spoke about Plug, I met part one. So the new listeners, if you have never listened to me and Watson, break that down. Please do. We're not going to go on a whole rant about that, Watts. But let me ask you this. When you hear somebody go into a part two of a part one of a project that you and I deemed as a classic or a high replay value album, what do you expect from part two? How did you feel about part one, first of all? Let me ask you that. I thought part one was 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 genius. I thought it was very creative. I was very proud of Benny. I thought Benny wanted to make a mark in hip hop by saying, "I want to get the best rappers that that I can think of right now, and show that my pen can go ball for ball with them." So I was really impressed by it. I mean, I, I give him so much credit for the plugs I met, for the features, for just how dope the project was. It's a project that made me tired. I went to see a live show of the plugs I met, too, and it was one of my favorite hip-hop memories. So the plugs I met, which we have a review on, which I think is one of our best reviews that I wish Benny would listen to, um, is just a great is just a great body of work. So... To follow up that with the plugs I met too, I'm gonna hold it to the same level I held the plugs I met too. Is it? Do you wish more rappers would leave part one alone when they give us part one as a dope album and then decide to go to part two? Or is no, it just I a don't. marketing tool? So it's, it's, I don't know what it is. All I know is that if you're going to call something a sequel, then that means you try to equal it or be better. That's how I feel. So you're setting yourself up when you do a part two. So if you're going to call something part two, then that means it should be as good as or you're trying to be better than. Okay. Um, I want to go on a features talk real quick. Obviously, the features on part one with R.J. Payne, Conway, um, 30 Spares, Jada Kiss, Pusha T, Black Thought, um, when you have a star-studded lineup like that compared to this line, and you know what's funny? I say star-studded lineup with that lineup. The, the general public, or the 85ers, that I want to call them, watch, they would probably say French Montana, Chinks, 2 Chains, and, and, and other guys that appeared on Plugs I Met Part 2 would be more of a star-studded lineup. Would you agree with that compared to Part 1, features-wise? I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question because from hip hop speaking terms, the guys that Benny had on plugs I'm at one are known for their lyricism. They're known for being lyrically all time greats. So I, I, I wouldn't call that a star studded lineup. 
I call it guys in the hip-hop who have the respect of all their peers who rap. Or is Benny also looking at, looking at it like this, that I can grab the black thoughts, the pushers and all that, the graphs, and rhyme with them. But I also can go into the French Montana world, the Fat Joe world, um, you know, those guys on uh, two chains, you know what I mean, stuff like that. If you could just mesh with that type of, because it's, it's, it's different features. It's funny. If you compare the features on one side, I'll plug them in part one, are spitters, and then part two are guys who will catch you on hooks and things of that nature, right? Um, but let's get into the project, man. Uh, when Tony met Sosa, first song watched, I believe the beat was solid. Um, the game broke my heart in three places. I never show it. Um, people telling Benny he saved this rap shit, and he's saying the rap shit saved him. Um, you know the rules. If you move backwards, then you do calendars for street niggas. I'm the catalyst for his it. My heroes are federal sweats and new balances. Um, I got a problem with the way Benny finished this song on track one. It's almost like a battle rapper who just jerseys out in the, in the end because, like, he's rapping and he just goes into the hook. But the butcher's coming, nigga, and the song is over. But give me a take on when Tony met Sosa. This is one of my favorite uh, songs on the album. Uh, something about this album that I liked is that I liked his solo songs the best. So my favorite songs off of this project with Harry Ford are his solo songs. Uh, I like the horns on this. I'm, I, I, I want to know why you're not talking about the horns on this song. Because I, I don't think the horns stood out like a... But, but they stood out, but, but I've heard them. P-Rock and Seal, Smooth and Reminisce Over You type of horns. They didn't give me that kind of horn feel. Or L.O.G. and the Bulldogs. They didn't give me that kind of horn feel. What about the old Mike Vick line? Let me ask you a question. If, if, if brothers do sports references, is that what we're going to do now? Because you just throw a sports reference in there that we're just going to automatically say it's ill because we know what you're talking about? Is that how it goes? But it's not that we always talk about the old Mike Vick was ill for the Atlanta Falcons. It's more to it. Like, he's just not throwing out stuff just to throw it out there. Like, if you be like, when you say the old Mike Vick, what Mike Vick are you talking about? We're talking about Virginia Tech. We're talking about Virginia Tech and the Falcons. That's what we talk about. We're not talking about when we got to the Philadelphia 76ers. So that's letting you know, oh, you, you, you like that. So, I mean, I respect it. This first song, I really like the production. I like the horns. I don't know why you're not giving these horns the, the, the flowers that they get. You, but, the you know what I'm saying? You think the horns should get flowers? Because you, you hear the horns, man. You hear them. Stand out the horns, bro. We're not doing that. The horns to get the flowers. So you really like this song? Is one of your songs on it? Tony it's one of my favorite songs. Good, good, good set of songs. Solo Benny, yes. All right. Um, next song, Overall featuring Change Drugs, R.I.P. Change Drugs. Um, I believe the beat is hard. Um, I thought Benny's verse was dope. The hook didn't really do it for me. I like Benny's second verse a lot. I think I'm going to be saying that a lot throughout this project. That I noticed Benny has turned into the Tay Rock second round, second verse guy type of thing. Um, respectfully, when I say this, um, I got to be honest with y'all, I understand when rappers pass away, you know, we give them their flowers and everything like that, as we should as a hip-hop community. But I'm going to give you your flowers, but I can't be fake and because I'm giving you flowers, 
I understand the hip-hop community rock with Chinks Drugs. I wasn't the biggest Chinks Drugs brother when he was rapping in the streets. I was a Stack Bundles guy. Uh, his verse was okay to me. Um, I understand now why he got Chinks, because he got Chinks joint on here, then he had another Chinks Drugs reference another song, and we know the relationship between Chinks and Harry Fraud. So maybe that's why he had got the verse, I guess. Later, I guess, Fraud. Maybe brought up. I, I was feeling far might have brought that idea up. Idea, idea up to um, Benny, and said, "Let's go with it." So talk to me, man. Overall, featuring Chinks. Uh, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. I think uh, Benny's second verse left Earth. I really enjoyed the production of this. Uh, having the Chinks drugs verse is a nostalgia thing, you know. Is it really nostalgia? Because, because well, nostalgia. Well, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, he has a Chinks Jug verse because of the relationship Chinks had working with Harry Fraud. But um, it's just a, it's a solid song. I mean, the Chinks Jug verse that he has is in the verse that's like, you know, rewind status. Um, I like Benny's second verse, like you said, and I like the production on the song. It's a solid song overall. Okay. Um, next song, Plug Talk featuring 2 Chainz. Um, they dropped a video for this. Um, like some hustlers and islanders type thing going on. Um, I like their beat a lot. Um, in interviews, talking plug talk, got my name up, drug talk. Um, after Ron got famous, right when the dope game got dangerous. But I can't lie, man. Two chains, I felt like listening to this beat alone, like the way, not even on the bars aspect of it, but just more flow and delivery and cadence. I thought this beat matched two chains. To a degree, like when he came on, I, I see myself just head nodding a little bit when Two Chains came on there, man. Uh, but talk to me, man. Club talk featuring Two Chains. I think Two Chains gave you everything that you want from a Two Chains verse. He gave you his ad libs. He gave you his funny. I wish you happy birthday, even though it's not your birthday, right? That's funny. That's funny. So you know he. So I I think that's what you got from this from the collaboration. Um, as I listened to this album, I realized this is the album Benny wanted to make, and he made it. He clearly went what in that different mean? direction. Meaning, Benny's at the point where he could get any collaboration he wanted for this album, for the plugs I met too. If he makes the call to any rapper, they would say, oh, hell yeah, because his peers respect him. His peers respect him. You know what I'm saying? So these collaborations are collaborations he wanted. Isn't that right? There's nothing wrong with that. I would think, well, hold on. But isn't that every project, these collaborations are the one you wanted, though? Or yes, yes. Though? And, I'm saying, and I'm saying this is the direction he wanted to go. He knows when he did the plugs I'm at one, he was getting people, rappers who are considered the best MCs in the game. Two of the all-time great black people in Wait a minute. Translation. Are you trying to say on this project you went and got people that are not great in these? Without you trying to say, without you beating around the bush? Is that what you're saying? I don't beating around the bush. I'm telling you what he's getting. You don't get. So this is a solid song. It's just, there's nothing to break down. It's a solid song, man. It's not explanatory. Yeah, you're deflected. You're but okay. Nothing to so, deflect. It's a solid you're song. You're deflected. You said on the last project. If I tell you your three, 
Big Pun got blacked off for a song, Super Lyrical. And then Vinny got two things for this song. Are they, are they trying to do the same thing? Are they, are, are they trying to reach the same hip-hop ear? Right. The answer is so, no. Right. And the answer is so, no. So I'm right. saying oh, Benny man. is making an a, a album that he wanted to make. These are the collaborations he wanted. Right. But there's something else you're leaving in there. There's some, there's some subliminal message. I'm reading between the lines, and I'm at Hopper Voice right now. I'm trying to read between the lines. And as I'm reading between the lines, I'm saying there's other bars you're not saying because I know you when you're saying on the last project, he, he got these particular artists, but on this project, he went and got these artists. What, I mean, what, what does that mean, though? When we previewed this thing, I said, I'm not feeling the big the guest appearances. There we go. There we I go. Said, That's yeah. all. There we go. No, come on, come on, come on, come on. There we go. But I said that, and I said that, like, what did you expect from this? <laughs> I wanted you to let me give you a question. Do you remember the first time we heard R.J. Payne and Ransom? And I was like, yo, I know that's going to be crazy. And remember when we heard it? Was it crazy? Yes, it was. It was crazy. Then I look at this track listing, and I see two chains of Fat Joe. Now, why would I think that's going to be crazy? The two chains don't get that bad, though. It's not. It's a solid song. I, well, I don't know what more you want me to say. Dope production, solid song. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, next song, Watts. Live by it. This is Hammer Talk. Let the plug talk alone, and he went straight into Tay Rock, Gunbar, King Talk. Um, actually, one of my favorite songs on this project, Watts. The street niggas won't outlive their grandparents. F you supposed to do when it's hate that they got for you, and you're easy to trace because your face is recognizable. And when I heard that bar, it kind of reminded me when he had a situation at Walmart in Houston, Texas, when he did the Texas uh, Houston uh, 330 song, when he said that particular line. I used to take a nine out of out of a brick and repackage it. That's some grimy shit. Um, I do like the hook on this also, man. Talk to me, Watt. Live by it. I actually like this song a lot. Oh, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, my favorite songs on this album are the songs of Benny's rapping by himself. I'm going to reiterate that, and I'm going to keep it. <laughs> Benny's solo songs on this album are my favorite, and this is one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, next song, Talking Back, featuring Fat Joe. Uh, Benny sets it off. I thought the beat was okay. Um, Fat Joe's verse was okay chill with all that negativity energy because I'll turn a negative nigga into a memory. Y'all been taking a big L since enemy. I was on Big L's last album with Fat Joe on that particular project. Talking to me, Watts, talking back featuring Fat Joe, Don Carter, Gina. Well, being that Fat Joe interviewed him on his Joe Porter show, and he kept calling him Get Benny. I mean, it was so out of touch. It was so out of touch. Like, like Factor, you exposed that you didn't even know who you were talking to. Let me ask you some questions, Get Benny. Um, so... In the collaboration, Fat Joe, Fat Joe wanted to be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta keep it, like, lyrical make people get nostalgia for who I rapped with. So you had, right. you had Big L talk. I felt there was a lot of name dropping on here. 
I felt there was a lot of name dropping. I thought it was a, I thought it was a name dropping verse. I also felt, and this is how I hear hip hop. When I heard him say uh, more keys than the janitor, I immediately thought when Big L said, "Cause Big L be fucking with more keys than the janitor." So even though Fat Joe said it, I was just like, "My, like, like Big L said that, my guy on the graveyard." That's just how my mind works, cause I'm one of them hip hop fanatical niggas. When I hear rhyming, just like we, just like we did not give Roy Banks credit for stealing kids. When he said, and I'll be walking around with your hands raised on my wrist. When he said that, we immediately was like, yo, no, 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 Banks, we're not doing that. You stole kids first from Blackout. I felt the same way. <laughs> no, say, more keys than the Canada, because that's verbatim what Big L said. And it's not considered homage, by the way. I don't consider that homage. Anyway, he nitpicking. Comic Boy's not going to like that. Comic Boy's going to be like, yo, this song's fire. This song is solid, okay song. All right, watch well, the next song. No instructions. The beat, I felt it was a very soulful beat. Um, I felt like the beat kind of overpowered Benny's lyrics. I made a promise to sign a letter to God, but I broke it when I came home selling Mexican raw. Once again, I like Benny's second verse a lot when he's getting at all the rappers. Um, talk to me, Watts. No instructions. I mean, do you give Harry Ford props for the female vocal sample, the soulful female vocal sample that he yes, was doing? I do. I, I mean, so to, to, me, to me, that was dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Once again, this is a, once again, this is a solo Benny song. One of the highlights on the album. Every song Benny's going for Delph. Every song Benny's going solo. I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the production. I enjoyed the song. All right. Um, next song, Longevity, featuring French Montana and Jim Jones. Obviously, if, if, if all the connections that Harry Ford has, he just dropped a project with Jim Jones and um, Harry Ford this year. We know about French and Harry Ford, so all these individuals now have a relationship with Harry Ford, La Musica, and now we get any songs. Uh, Benny sets it off. Uh, the Benny's verse was okay. Uh, French Montana went into garage, like six floors, and well, six flags. Drug dealer was the heroes. Priest was the liars. Um, I know, this song was okay to me, man. It was all right, man. What do you think, man? Even though I seen Jim saying, I seen the kids being lied to by computers and everything. I like, I like what he's going with that, but the song is just okay to me. Nah, to me, this was Blam Blam Part 2, my guy. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, Stop it. We're not doing that. Stop it. Stop that. You're joking. Don't do that. Let's not, let's not even joke like that. You're not, <laughs> You're not doing that. You're not doing blam, blam. Are you kidding me? Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> All right, man. So that's, that answers the question of how I feel about this song. Okay? Jesus. He scared the shit out of me for a minute, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Blam, blam, boy. <laughs> Um, next song, uh, Survivor's Remorse. Uh, one of my favorite songs on here, man. Very introspective, drug dealing type of song. That makes any sense to you, man. I was the best cook. Stepped on work with my right and left foot. Before you even knew how a connect look, you know my pot game was textbook. We sold more dope than us except push. The proof is how my neck moved. Like, that nigga Benny was rapping on here. 
I actually like Benny's Plug Talk out of all his songs on here. His verse on um, Survivor's Remorse, I liked a lot. Uh, Rick Hyde's verse was solid. I know he just dropped the project. Also, um, not to be petty, though, but when Rick Hyde said, if you make it out your 20s, then you're blessed. Um, I thought Benny also had said that bar before in a particular song. Um, Benny came back with a second verse. I actually liked it a lot. I thought with Fraud, let the um, Ghost of the Chinks, when he said the line about Ghost of the Chinks, when Benny said that, that kind of told me what I need to know because he has a song with Chinks Drugs and then he has a Chinks Drugs, Chinks Drugs line on this song. Um, talk to me, man. Even though I was keen was on this song also, but talk to me, Watts, Survivor's Remorse Future and Ricky Hyde. This is actually my favorite collaboration song on the album. So I like this collaboration song better than the French Montana Jim Jones, better than the Fat Joe, and better than the Two Chains because I just felt Benny was spitting better verses. I think Benny's second verse, like you said, was super ill. It was a super ill verse. I liked Rick Hyde's verse, you know what I'm saying? Um, this, is a, this is one of the doper songs on the album of, out of the collaboration. It's my favorite. Then the last song, obviously, this first single we had, Thanksgiving. We spoke about this previously, but I won't go too much of a rant. Um, I just got to say this. After listening to the project, I don't know why Benny picked this song for a first single. Would be my answer. All the solo joints, I don't I don't think this is Benny's top three solo joints on this project. Do you? Uh, I like this song. I told you that the song is going to sound better when it's on the entire album. Um, me and you know where 41st side is, and we know about 12th Street, don't we? If yes. I say Marcy Avenue, you know about Marcy Avenue. If I, say Farmers Boulevard, if I say Farmers Boulevard, what rap am I talking about? So, boom. You're right. So, he gave us some Montana Ave talk, man. Took us straight into Buffalo, man. I appreciate that. I like him painting the picture. He painted the picture on this song. So to me, this this is a solo Benny song, and like I said, I like the solo Benny songs. Solid song. All right, I'm going here with it, Watts. I'm giving this album four mics. Um, it's a solid project. Um, like I think the guest appearances. It's kind of hard to listen to R.J. Payne and, and Black Thought and push and special have and there's no Sunday school collaboration on here. Not saying was Benny looking for that or am I being a fan and expecting that? So I guess that's the struggle I have with me expecting that and with Benny you know what I mean? Like I don't have that at my disposal. Um I wish I had to be this guy and I know people are gonna say, Oh, they don't always gotta be close together, three relax. I just feel that Conway should be on here. I really believe Conway should be on this project. That's in my opinion. You get what I'm saying? Um, I think it's a solid project. I hope Benny drops another project this year. I'm going to leave it there. I hope this is not the only project that I'm hearing for Benny for the rest of 2021. But I got this project as a four-month project, in my opinion. Ford, I thought Ford also did a solid beat, solid, was solid on the beats. Some beats I'm feeling a lot. And some beats I'm feeling that was just okay. So I got it at four months. This is 3.5 for me because the collaborations don't do it for me. I can't fake liking collaborations that don't work for me. I can't fake like it. They're solid songs. So 
a solid song is going to get a solid rating. My favorite songs are the Benny solo songs, but I can't be like, yo, in the era where we're getting Rome Streets and Ransom doing songs together, and we're like, yo, these are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you talking about it, like, that song with Rome Street, uh, Ransom, and Conway, there's nothing like that on this project, B, in my opinion. Now, to other people, they may think, you boogin' the Jim Jones French Montana song is as good as Rome Street, Ransom, and Carway. People might feel that way. I don't feel that way. So I got to be true to myself on how I hear this. Now, here's another thing. This is the punks I met, too. If I compare this to the punks I met, one, there's no comparison. I agree. None. That's it all. Whatsoever. 3.5 3.5 mics. It's not a diss. That means it's a solid, good project. Benny's still ill. Benny can still rap. There's nothing ill about it. But he's going somewhere else. He's experimenting with different producers. He's doing different collaborations. So his sound is going to sound different. That's just the reality of it. It's going to sound different. 3.5 mics. Wow. Hey, there it is, man. Benny the Butcher, man. Um, do you do you agree with me, Watts, when I said I hope this is not the only project he's dropping this year? You know it's not first of all, you know it's not his only project, man. It's March. Then he's probably gonna drop two more projects. You know it's not his only project. Are you rocking with this more than burden of proof? No. Okay, so he has burden of proof over this, okay. And because I just I, I I listened to Burden of Proof more, this album came out Friday, so I haven't had enough time to for it to marinate, to digest. You know what I'm saying? I, Burden of Proof is you know, I've, I've heard it more. You know, I'm more I'm more familiar with it. So we'll we can revisit this, and then and then maybe in July you ask me. So now that you had time, where where do you have plugs I met to and Burden of Proof, and I have a better answer for you. But as of right now, I have Burden of Proof with the Edge. Okay. Alright, that's what it is, man. I'm Benny the Butcher plugs. I met part two conversation. Y'all know these vibes these already. Alright, watch this go ahead, man. These verses now obviously um we did a um a segment on the Raekwon and Ghostface verses. I don't know if we we really want to call this verses anymore. Um celebration I guess. And what I do like moving forward if Swizz and Timbo are taking the verses out of it and making this more of a celebration with two artists because maybe some of these artists are, are just scared shitless of maybe saying they're getting washed on the verses. So now we got to grab individuals who are homies, who are compadres, who are colleagues or, or members of your organization musically. Let's get this collaboration with these two individuals. You took umbrage to the fact that you didn't think Rain Ghostface was ever going to be a versus. Um, first off, what do you, before we go into the songs and everything, what did you think about activities last night itself? So it was, I thought it was I thought it was a nostalgic trip through the '90s and the 2000s, where you could reminisce and 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 enjoy listening to music. I thought it was a celebratory uh, mini woo concert. I got no feel that it was competitive or a versus. I just got a feel of celebration, good music, enjoying an era that me and you are, you know, we love so much. It shaped us, the 90s. Actual, factual, man. Um, 
Let's get into this, man. Raekwon and Ghostface, man. These two guys really deserve their flowers, in my opinion, man. Um, I guess for me, in the beginning of the of the um, verses, I, I'm a sucker for music that the DJs are playing. I feel like I'm a DJ in my past life. You know, I'm hearing Special Ed and Bismarck and Rakim being played before these brothers come out. I really loved it. Um, Watts, what did you think about Ghostface coming out and addressing the people about Yo, we are not battling. Or why were people asking him why y'all battling? Because you said the same thing also. So obviously when Ghost made sure that he addressed that in the beginning, that tells me that people are asking him on a low, like, Sam, what are y'all doing? And see, and that was my whole issue with it. The whole premise of the verses has taken a completely dramatic, radical shift. They've decided it's no longer going to be that. And they're going to make these more celebratory concerts, unification, let's come together. And they're calling it verses. And it's not a verses anymore. So that's why Ghost had to address that like that. It could be verses on a double entendre in the sense of verses of songs instead of verses of one-on-one competition, right? It's just not versus the whole premise of it. It's not, my man. When we battling, when rappers are battling, when they like, who the nicest in your hood? And we battling? We're not coming to celebrate who's rhyming. I'm coming to show you I'm nicer than you. Yo, that's my man. He's nicer than you. And they and you spit your bars, he spit his bars. That's, 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 that's where we, the premise of a battle, a versus. And Ghost made it very clear. This is my brother. This is not a battle. Guess what? That's where Versus is now going forward. All right. Let's get into these songs, man. Um, Out the Gate, Ghostface Killer, Dennis Cole, Tony Starks, the Wallaby Champ, sets it off with, I didn't expect him to go here, Watts, and you and I didn't break down songs that we thought they would do, but here we go. Um, Special Delivery, G-Death, Remix. Kind of shocked me that Ghost picked this as the first song, Watts. Talk to me. Shocked me, Ghost went there. It shocked me. It's just shocking. Mm. I mean, they got 20 songs. Um, Ghost's special delivery verse is not a top 20 Ghost verse. Would you agree with me on that? I concur. Okay, so there you have it. That's why it was shocking. Now, I know he did it. We know about the special delivery verse. So when he came out the gate, it was like, oh, I remember this, but Ghost, we, you got 20 of them things, man. This is how you, you, you giving it up. So that's what he decided to go. And then Raekwon goes to Outkast song on a Quemini, screw it on a Barbie with Outkast featuring Raekwon the chef. I'm not really shocked Ray went here because this is one of the one of my favorite songs on a Quemini album. Um, but I got Raekwon taking round one. Man. I got screwed on the barbecue over a special delivery. Okay. How you and you want to know what I got? Of course, sir. <laughs> of course. That's what we do here. Yeah. Uh, Depp. Depp remix. Okay. All right. Uh, round two, Watts. Ghostface goes into Supreme Clientele bag with Ghostini. Ghostface this. Ghostface that. Ghostface crack. He went to Ghostini or Supreme Clientele, man. A classic song, in my opinion. I wrote this song, Donnie Zoo. Talk to me, Watts. I mean, it's a classic, it's a classic verse off of a classic song. Absolutely. And Raekwon goes into a song that I did not think he was going to go into, sir. 
he went into Ten Bricks, a song off the Only Bill for Cuban Links Part 2. That beat is hard. Let me say that right now. This beat is phenomenal. Phenomenal in my Jim Rome's, Jim Rome's voice, but I'm going to go Ghostface. Uh-huh. Sorry, Ghostini, man. Uh, this was a clear Ghostini. But let me tell you what, what I learned in this album. Ghost and Ray have some incredible verses that even though I didn't give them the win, it takes nothing away from how dope the verses that they spit or they right. used. And Ten Bricks is a is a fire verse. Let's keep it fire. Let's keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Right. But Ghost Dini is just different. Ghost Dini, like like let me tell you what Ghost had. Ghost had three classic albums to just pull from, man. And every time he went there, it was like, man. Like, they both did. But, I mean, I'm going to keep it up more 100. I thought Ghost Ghost didn't have a, a, a mobility album to go to. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would go to Supreme Clientel, Iron Man, and um, he'd go to uh, Cuba Links. Mm-hmm. Those are three serious albums. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Uh, next song, Ghost goes into the Jizza the Genius Liquid Swords album, Fourth Chamber with Killer Priest and the Rizza. You know what I mean? I, and, and I was like, wow. All righty then, Ghost. This is what I'm talking about. Fourth Chamber, man. You know how much we love that song. We also have done a Jizza breakdown of Liquid Swords. So I know when you're at Fourth Chamber, like I did, you were extra litty. Uh, that not one of my biggest responses of the night when Fourth Chamber was played because of how I feel about Fourth Chamber as a posse cut. So that was one of my most enthusiastic responses was to Fourth Chamber, and I felt Ray was going to have to go into the all-time classic verse bag to even make that debatable. And he did not do that at all, sir. He went into a single off only book for Cuban Links Part 2, Ray, I'm going to be real with my nigga. You lost me right here in round four, round three, my G. Ghost goes fourth chamber, and you go into this song. You low-key could get an Archie Bunker award for that, but I'm going to let it slide this time. But I got Ghost winning that round, man. Uh, Ghost clearly wins the round, but, I mean, you're going to acknowledge deep pockets with the eight on me. When Ray came out, the emojis, the, the, the crowd went crazy. Because, you know, people really don't talk about only Cuban Links, too. You know, hip-hop Twitter really wasn't established the way it is now, where you can get immediate reactions to mm-hmm. albums. But, yeah, Fourth Chamber, man. I'm not even going to play around with it. Fourth Chamber won that one, clearly. Uh, round four, Rock. Um, RZA came out here in the fourth round. Um, show some love. Obviously, throughout the night, we're going to see certain members come out to pay homage and show some respect and show some love and perform songs also. Um, Ghosted Mighty Healthy, both hands crusty, each other, my man, Rusty Lowdown here. Um, Ghost goes into Mighty Healthy, one of my songs off Supreme Clientele. So now he, are you surprised now, Watch we're in round four, he's giving us two songs off of Supreme Clientele and have not touched Iron Man yet, sir. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, we, we got all night, man. <laughs> you know, it's 20 songs. Mighty Healthy is a nice, is a great song. He already he did two Supreme Clientele. This is his second Supreme Clientele song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I I I expect 
Supreme Clientel uh, music, and this was a dope song from Supreme Clientel. Super Man, dope. I I'm love hearing, Mighty Healthy. I love Mighty Healthy. Love that song. And as I'm hearing Mighty Healthy, all I'm thinking is, Ray, are you going to match this, or can you beat this, right? Because Mighty Healthy is one of them joints. Man, oh man, when you go into Honey Bill for Cuba Lakes, man, and you can just grab one of them joints and you grab one of the one of your best solo songs in your catalog, it's probably your, your best solo song you ever done on a solo tip. Incarcerated Scarfaces, Watts. I got Incarcerated Scarfaces on Mighty Healthy, man. Uh, I 100% agree with you. I have Incarcerated Scarfaces over Mighty Healthy. After he performed Incarcerated Scarfaces, I tweeted. Raekwon has one of the most unique original flows in hip-hop history. Nobody rhymes like him. Nobody rhymes like him and puts words together. Nobody. And Incarcerated Scarface is one of those songs that highlight that. Okay, so after four rounds, Watts, um, I had Ray round one. You had Ghost round round one. Round two, we both had Tony. Um, we both had Ghost here yeah, winning round two. Round three, we both we both had Ghost winning fourth chamber, and we both had Ray winning incarcerated car faces. Yeah, that's the four. Um, this is where it gets interesting and weird a little bit to me. It's round five. Let me say this, man. Obviously, we've covered this project already, man. Played this song numerous times. Um, he goes in the Iron Man bag, man, and man, Black Jesus came on and. Here's where I got confused at. He's playing Raekwon's verse on Black Jesus, man. But I got to be honest, man. Yo, dog, is Black Jesus a very slept-on Ghostface song, OB? Like, very slept-on. And RZA production-wise also. Yes, it is slept-on. But this was a confusing round because he played Ray's verse. He didn't let his verse come on and rap it. So that kind of threw me off. I think that threw the whole, they was like, yo, what's going on here? I think that's when the versus aspect of it get thrown out to the wayside, and it's more like I'm showing love to my brother to let y'all know this is not a battle. Because Raekwon was rapping the verse. So, right. like, it's Ghost's turn, and then Raekwon rapped his, Ghost's turn, and then Ghost didn't play his verse. So that kind of threw me off. So it's like it's Ray versus Ray now because you didn't even play. Like, we can't even do a versus because Ghost did not play his verse. So it, we can't judge Ghost's verse off of Black Jesus versus whatever Ray was going to play because you played it's Ray's just, verse, and Ray's verse was fine. Especially when Ray has a chance. Especially when Ray's about to go next after, after you do that, Ghost. That's, like, kind of weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then Raekwon goes into a mobility bag and goes from live from New York. Watch, talk to me, man. Live from New York. Straight up. Goes live from New York for the win. Live from New York for the win. Ray won the round regardless, but I'm going live from New York. Lead single off of Immobility, an album that me and three um, do not uh, talk highly uh, about. Uh, me and three do not talk highly about Immobility, but, but I'm going to jump out the window and say, Maybe we was wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. So, uh, I mean, I got no choice, man. Every time we revisit Immobility, the songs be hitting. Like every time, an Immobility song comes up, we be like, "Yo, that song is kind of." You know I want us to review. I want us to review that album. I, I, I want to. I was. I, want, I really want to review that album. Sometimes it's your only strength of. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. 
I need to know where I am with it in 2021. I know what happened with immobility. Once we get to when we talk about it, I'm going to tell you what I believe happened. All right. Uh, round six, watch Ghost goes in two. Wow. Tony for mayor. Turn on the radio. All you hear is X and Jigga. Ha ha, you bad nigga. I did not expect Ghost to go in a Tony for mayor, man. I, yo, my niggas, y'all niggas never really heard. If you're a Wu head, y'all know what we're talking about, but there may be some people who listen to me and watch it and might like Wu Tang, but they don't really know about this song. But fucking Ghostface Tony for me. I love Tony for mayor, man. For real, man. But then Raekwon goes, well, tell me what you think about Tony for mayor, watch. I think it's a super ill, dope uh, ghost song that woo heads know, woo heads appreciate. So me and you really appreciated that I think he was going to go in that bag? No. See, I thought he was going to keep it to the classic albums that everybody knows. But when he goes into his other projects that have a lot of dope material, it might lose people. We wasn't lost. So it caught me off no. guard that he played it, but, yeah. No, because Ghostface could have done Cobra Crush also. I want him to do Cobra Crush. Like, if you're doing Tony for me, you could also do Cobra Crush also, but I love Tony for My me, man, man, he could have did his verse off of Flowers, man. There's a lot. He could do his verse off of Strawberry. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's, like, there's a lot of places he could go. So mm. I appreciated that he went here, but I didn't know if it – but to me – you giving you giving Ray a big chance because all Ray got to do is go into something that everybody knows, and, and Ray's gonna That's win that. Exactly what he did. Good segue, my guy. He goes to Wu Tang Forever bag on it's yours. <laughs> what am I gonna do here, watch? I love Tony Vermeer, and, and, and I, I might like Tony Vermeer, but it's yours. Bro. What am I gonna do here, man? I got it's yours, man. I got, I, I, I can't. Same thing. Same, same thing with me. I got it's yours. He got a video. It's one of the, you know what I'm saying? Like, crazy, man. Round seven, Watts. This is where it gets interesting. Ghost goes into a song that was Rhyme of the Year in the Source magazine. Off Wu-Tang Forever. They staying in the Wu-Tang Forever bag. Ray does it. It's yours. But Ghost goes into his impossible first. Blood on the wall. He's like, catch up. Call the ambulance, Jimmy the shot with the Kimmy, some your motherfucking heart. Like, Jesus Christ, man. When I heard it possible, man, I literally got hip hop goosebumps, man. I'm gonna keep it tall. Uh this is one of your all time favorite ghost verses. Yes. You right. made that clear. You talk about it all the time. All and ghost and Ghost feels the same way you feel. He always talks about I got versity here. And I'm just gonna say this, but I think this verse came out in 1997, mm. and they gave it verse of the year. Mm. That's that says a lot. Yes, for real. Who was it? 97? All the spitters? I mean, I mean, I mean, let me just let me just give y'all an example. Jay Z dropped his album "Where I'm From." I mean, an album that had the song "Where I'm From" on it, mm. that had verses from Lucky Me. <laughs> um, he had his primo stuff. Biggie had his Ten Crack Commandments. Verses off his album, like there was some great albums, tragedy verses off. There was some great. So for Ghost to get album of the diversity year, the reason why that meant so much to him, like he said it, is because all the greats verses was out yep. and they prom. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Nas, mm-hmm. Nas just five album drop. Nas was dropping verses on Clue Tape. He dropped a five album. Like, so you got Biggie, Jay, and Nas dropping prime verses in 97. And the source said Ghost has the best verse of 97. So that meant something to him. Crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy. Crazy to think about that, man. So crazy. Uh, but then sticking in round seven, watch. Ray goes into a mobility bag. And Ray, you lost see Ray, you lost me twice though, bro. You lost me twice. He goes into the yesterday song, man. I got ghost with impossible verse with a clear body bag. It's a body bag round of me. I agree, Ghost won the round. You know what I mean? Like right. Round eight, Ghost goes into his Shay Shay Lacoste song with golden arms. You got um, obviously, we know Ghost is going to go into the diverse songs. I think he has more diverse songs than Raekwon. Um, so when you're a Shay the Ghost, you know what's coming, right? Yes. Raekwon matches that with ice cream, no man. You know what I'm saying? But Ghost, I mean, played Raekwon's verse off and Capadonna comes out and everything like that. I have ice cream over Shay the Ghost, man. Uh, Ice cream over Shea Shayla Ghost by far, and it's not a close margin. And that's throwing people off because Shea Shayla Ghost was a very, very popular song. It is a extremely game. popular. In the grand scheme of things, Ice Cream got that song out the paint. Yeah, factuals. Factuals. Um, round eight, round nine, watch part itself. Ghost goes into a song with Kanye West and Pusha T, the new God flow. Um, and then Raekwon goes into State of Grace with Buster Rhymes. Watch, talk to me. I got Ghostface winning that round over Ray. I uh, agree with you. That's a round for Starks, for Tony Starks. Oh, why did Ray pick that song, though? Come on, come on, come on, come on. There's a couple of Ray songs, but I don't know, man. Come on, let me just so say this. Hold on, man. So round seven with um, yesterday's song to round eight. Well, no, round eight was actually, actually, so let me just chill. Yeah, okay. So round seven and round nine, Raekwon kind of like, I don't like State of Grace or Buster Rhymes. Okay. I agree. You know what I mean? Uh, round 10, Watts, Coles calls his verse on Nutmeg. Or Supreme Clientele again. Yo, am I wrong for saying that Ghost likes Supreme Clientele more than Iron Man? Uh, I don't know. I just know that's the third Supreme Clientele song he played. Already, he played three supreme. Yeah. He played three, three supreme clientele verses in his first ten. Wow! And the Rayquan goes into criminology. Criminology, I got that. I be beating nutmeg. Criminology, criminology beats nutmeg clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronald Eleven Watts. Rayquan goes into his into his verse on cream. You know what I mean, and then Inspector Deck comes out, and th- and then Ghost goes into it when a, so- a song of Pretty Tony, kind of self-explanatory. Who won this round, right? This was a body background for Rayquan, a body yeah. background. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Ray round twelve, Watsy goes into Can It Be Also Step with Remix, and Ghost goes with King Tony Five Ghost. Clear, clear ghost. 
clear, clear ghost. And let me just say this. Hey, Peter Rosenberg, you really oh, thought you were telling people something throughout this live. Well, I don't know that the Can It Be So Simple remake. Who don't know that, man? Yo, man, leave the 90s alone, Peter Rosenberg. I really mean that sincerely. You, that, that ever, you, you act like, you really be acting like you was outside in that ever. No, you wasn't. And I know you swear you was, man. Telling us that's the that's the remix. Oh, what, what you thought we was doing in the nineties? Now listening to hip hop. All right, man, that's my little rant. Hey. Uh, round thirteen, Watts. Where he goes into Grace of the Ice and brings out Master Killer and Ghost. I like this round thirteen, and then Ghost goes into Run. I got Grace of the Ice. This is a this was a tough one because both these songs are both these songs are classic songs, man. Uh, to me, I'm going tie. I, I just got to go no, tie because I, I like I both these songs. No, no, I'm going tie. Ah, yeah, tie means I like both of these songs equally. Like I'm not going to elevate. I love Glaciers of Ice, but I'm not going to elevate it. I'm not going to say, but I'm going to edge it over. Run when Run meant everything to me. The same way. This is the only tie. This is the only tie. This is a tie. Because I cannot feel comfortable putting one over the other. Yeah, my nigga. Yes, yes. I don't feel comfortable putting one of these songs over the other because I think they're that dope. I think they're that dope. I think I think both of five mics, both five mic beats, both are just so incredible. I don't feel comfortable saying one is better than the other. Like this is not one of those. I'm saying places of ice or what? But what I but I like. If this is one no, but this is one no. Yeah, this is one no, and this is one no. But where Kiss has a super five mic verse, where Kiss verses immaculate. You and I used to watch Kiss Ice video like an intimate. Yeah, my nigga, I used to watch one video the same way, man. I used to watch one video the same way. My nigga, the same way I can compare Get Ricky Die Trying in 2003 to any hip-hop album ever made, I can do that. I feel uncomfortable putting one over this ice, though, respectfully. I feel uncomfortable putting any song over any song on this one. This one, that's why I'm going tie. This nigga with a tie, y'all. You see this nigga? Tie. Rookie of the Year. Uh, rookie of the Year, Grand Hill and Jason Kidd. They literally did oh, not give us a rookie of the year. They're not doing a Grand Hill, Jason Kidd. But they did it. But my man, they did it. They literally gave Cole rookie of the year. I didn't like that though, man. I don't think this. Is, I don't even think this warrants a Jason Kidd Grand Hill talk right now. I don't think it's one of those. It should not be one of those. Watch. I got this. Hey, face, man. That should that touched my soul. Really, I'm not saying. I don't think one touched my soul like that. It did, but not like this. The ice storm, man. Jesus, run, 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 run touched my soul, brother. And let me just tell you something about that. This is the third time Run has been played in their verses. Yes. Jada used Run. Jada used Run, and the RZA used Run. My man, the Run is a classic hip hop song, my guy. It's a straight up classic hip hop song. To me, it is. Yeah. So, and guess what? To the Rizzo it is, to Jadakiss it is, and to Ghostface it is. And that's why they used it. 
They use this song. Think about this. They all did verses, and they all said, yo, we could go into our chamber and pick any song I produced. Jizzle goes in and plays run. Jada Kiss can pick any verse that he got in the last 25 years, and Jada got about 105 like, verses. He picked run. Ghost did the same thing. That's why I'm telling you, I'm not going to put Glacier Ice over run. It's a tie. I'm going Glacier Ice, man. Um, round 14, watch Raekwon goes into his verse on John Blaze. And Ghost goes into a song, It's Over. I got Raekwon with verse on John Blaze, my guy. Um, I got Ray. And I'm going to be real with you, man. I, I can go on a rant right quick, man. But, you know, me and you always love talking about collaboration songs. Dog, I wasn't really crazy about John Blaze like that, you know what? And it was a star-studded lineup, but I wasn't crazy about it. Okay. I don't got headbanger over that shit. I don't got a, a lot of collaboration over that John Blaze. That's not like a slept-on collaboration song either, but okay. Now, this is where Rick Round 15 gets me a little weary now because I actually forgot about this song. I'm going to keep it extra tall with y'all. And it's off a of mobility. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Yayo, watch. When I heard Yayo, I was like, Yo, hold the fuck up, man. Dog, this song is one of my favorite songs off a of mobility. I actually forgot about this song. I'm going to keep it tall. But then Ghostface goes into one on the fucking Supreme Clientele, man. When I, 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 what, what, do I, what do I do with that, man? Come on, Ghostface, man. Uh, I thought one wins, but man, I, I said. I tweeted that. I said, man, Ghost, I said, Ray, really going to make us press a rewind on the mobility? He's making us say, yo, y'all, y'all act like the mobility didn't have joints on there. Clearly it did, three. Clearly it I did. By, 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 by listening to this last night, if I thought about it before, I really wanted to review a home. I need to know where I stand with that. I need to know where both of us stand with that project. I need to know. I, I know. I know. I'm going to tell you, I, like, the more I think about it, the more I know what happened. Fuck around. Now I'm more, I'm, I'm more convinced than ever. Yo, what if, oh, talking about, what if you do, what if we review mobility and we leave both of us thinking that's just a strong three and a half or four mic album? That uh, mobility is not going to be three and a half mics anymore. That that that's out the that's out the uh, thing, that 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 bridge has sailed. I had as a three mic album. I, I know that bridge has sailed. It is no longer three mics, brother. That bridge has sailed. Wow, wow. Um, round sixteen watts. Raekwon goes into a song that I wasn't crazy about, but the chat and Watson was geek over this song. Geek. I did not know you niggas loved this song like that. The rich black joint with, with Nas Watts? Niggas gonna say mine when that shit came on. I think I mean, uh, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, Rich Black was a dope song, man. I mean, I just think you, you underestimating how much people love Cuban Links too. I'm gonna give you an interview. Torrey, your man Torrey, who used to write for the Rolling Stone, <laughs> he interviewed Raekwon. Um I remember he did an interview with Raekwon after Cuban Links 2 came, and he said, yo, this was the best album of the year. So people really liked that album, man. 
Yeah, I did not know niggas was really on that type of content. I learned something every day. Wow. Um, Ronald Levin watched Ray goes into his, no, 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 part of himself. No, 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 we're still on round 16, so he did, Ray Kwan did Rich Black with Nas. Ghost did his song with Neo. This is when Ghost went into, his next run was diversity bags and songs that he did on the R&B tip, on the commercial successful songs that he had in his repertoire. So what do you think about the Ghost going in that bag? Because we knew, we knew it was coming. Ghost went into a bag. Ghost went into his, his his radio bag. Ghost went into his bag like, yo, real talk. I'm the I'm the wool member who really had the longest run of you know radio friendly commercial songs. Yep. And now I'm going to show y'all. And he decided to because this is a celebration and it's not a battle. He decided to show his versatility and his diversity in his music catalog. Where Ray said, um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick to the bangers. Wow. Yeah, man, he really did. Um, so we had uh, Ghost did his um, his song are pretty Tony, man. But I got a cream one in that though. Wait, am I? No, 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 no. I mean, I made a mistake. I'm in round sixteen. So what song do you have? You have Rich Black with Nas over Ghost with Neil, right? Yes, I do. Now here's the thing. There's no disrespect to Ghost and Neil. But 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 I'm I'm always gonna take the 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 all hip hop songs over the R and B verse songs. Okay. Um, Raekwon went into his verse of verbal intercourse, and Ghost went to his song with Carl Thomas of bulletproof wallets. Never be the same again. I thought this was a body bag verse for Raekwon. I thought it was an all-out body bag verse. Now, here's the thing that's funny about it. He shot a video for that song with Carl Thomas. That, that song with Carl Thomas was getting played on High 97 and Power 105. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if more women knew the, were familiar with the Carl Thomas joint than, than the uh, Verbal Intercourse, only because... I'll be honest. Did, should Ray have dropped a video for Verbal Intercourse now that we think about it? Ray could have dropped a video for almost every song of Cuban Links, so that 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 we, we can't we can't think of Cuban Links like that. He could have dropped a video for almost every song, for almost every song, B. for almost every song. But uh, Ray, this was a body bag. This was a body bag round. For Ray. Do you agree that this was a body bag yeah, round body. for Ray? Yeah, body bag in the body okay. bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, next song, watch. We go into round eighteen. Ray goes into his Wu-Tang Forever bag and takes his verse off the cash still rules, Watts. And another body bag round, in my opinion, because Ghost stays in regular pocket, in regular R&B bag, and he went with Miss Carter, Miss Beyonce Carter, and went to the Summertime song, kind of self-explanatory, where you and I would pick this Once round. again... Once again, this was pure celebration for him because a lot of people know that summertime verse. You know, you can watch it on YouTube with Beyonce, What Out Ghost. Like, I remember yeah. there was a lot of talk yeah. with people like, yo, Ghost is on a, re a remix with Beyonce, and, and they were spinning that. That was another thing that got spins on the radio. More spins than Castile Rules. But guess what, man? Body bag <laughs> round for Ray. For yeah, us. Yeah. Now, for now, now for the popularity for the crowd chat, they was in big celebration mode because he got a song with Beyonce. But just on some hip hop, 
talking? Ghost, Ray's verse on Cash Their Rules, Scary Hours, was a better verse than his Summertime remix verse. I agree. A body bag verse, by the way. Body bag round. Yeah, body bag round. Um, and then round 19, this is when it starts getting light. But Raekwon goes into the Jody C remix, uh, Feeding You, um, Feeding You verse. And Ghost goes into the Tiana Taylor, um, verse that he had on Tiana Taylor's song. Um, nostalgia purposes, I'm going Jody C remix, man. I'm sorry. There's no, 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 tell me. There's no nostalgia purposes. This was a body bag round. I do, June. I do like that Tiana Taylor song, though. Okay, like I said, this is a body bag round again, because this is what made it worse. When Ray played his verse, he let Ghost do his verse a cappella. When Ghost was doing a cappella, then the DJ brought the instrumental back, and that killed it. It really highlighted how ill the freaking new remix was. Yeah. The freaking remix body bags the Deanna Taylor song. It's not even on the same planet. This is a body bag and a body bag zipped up. Zip them up. <laughs> um, and the last song, Watts, we got Ray going into Can It Be Also Simple. Nah, I like this round 20 here, Watts. Ray goes into Can It Be Also Simple and goes, goes into Hey, the Iron Man bag. He didn't even say a lot. He didn't say a lot of time in Iron, Iron Man. Um, all I got is you. Mary J. Blanche. All I Got Is You is one of the all-time, all-time great verses in hip-hop history in terms of introspection, in terms of pain, in terms of reality rap, in terms of pain. I feel like the John, John, be the best. So Ghost, Ghost won this, and he won it big. It was a big round for Ghost. Because Ghost, this is the only verse I believe Ghost could have put that would have beat anything Raekwon did, or I could have made a case for it because it's it's a five mic historical verse. I, let me I'll put it this way: Ghost verse on All That I Got Is You to me is better than his Impossible verse. Wow, you going there with it? Yeah, I have to go there with it because I need you to understand how much I love this verse and how oh, how God. much this verse means to hip hop. Oh, it's better Jesus. than the Impossible verse. It's not. Yeah, he's... Tomato, tomato, I think, you know. Tomato, tomato. Uh, so what? Overall, what do you think about the, what do we think about this song? I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was great. It was celebratory. I, I was glad that it showed, you know, Ghostman. When Ghostman into his R&B bag, was like, yo, I could show you some stuff, man. Ghost played three songs of Iron Man, three songs of Supreme Clientele, went into his his uh his R and B bag. He loves his soul. I mean it was it was just a dope celebration of hip hop. Not a battle, like Ghost said. He reiterated, This is not a battle. This is love with my brother and we celebrating. And that's basically where versus has become because I've always known they wanted to go somewhere else with it and, and they have officially gone there. Well, that's what it is, man. I rate quad. And Ghostface recap. Let's keep it going, though, Watts. Um, 420, um, they are still doing the verses or get-togethers or whatever you want to call it, celebratory songs or celebratory um, version of these verses now, right? So on 420, for you weed smokers, the light of the Chiba, Chase Channel Live, Mad-ism, people out here, shout out to y'all. Um... 420 watts, we have Redman and Metroman, two individuals 
who you and I have done appreciations before. Um, I don't think we've ever reviewed any of the projects yet. Damn, that's kind of crazy. Watch, huh? We've done a lot of music together, but we've never reviewed a Redman album yet or a Meth album. Hmm, interesting. But anyway, 420, we have Redman and Method Man doing. This should be a same on the same cusp as Rain Ghost, right? It's absolutely going to be the same way. It's going to be the same way. But one thing it's going to do is I believe Method Man is going to really trend because Method Man is more in the public eye right now. Method Man was on a popular show, Power. Method Man is on the battle rap scene. I think Method Man is just more known than Red Man. And he's always been the biggest star. So, I mean, so I think, and I also believe some of the people say Red Man was a better MC and Red Man had a better project. Well, well, this this celebration is going to show that that might not be true because if you don't think Method Man has twenty all timers, you, you're gonna should find we, out. Should we should we ask Joe Budden about Method Man? What do you think about Method has twenty songs? <laughs> well, nobody can do a deep dive better than better than that crew. You know what I'm saying? Tim <laughs> Woolley. <laughs> Nah, but are you looking forward to this, though, man? Red MF, though. I mean, I'm looking forward to it the same way. Like, like it's not. Here's the thing. I, I, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm gonna watch it and celebrate it and enjoy it like I enjoyed this. But it's not I'm looking forward to because they made it clear these are just celebratory mini concerts. Well, let's take it back for our new listeners or guys who are not outside like you and I during the Red Man met the man phenom, so to speak. Um obviously we can talk about solo careers for a minute. We've done we've done that already, like you said, like I said, on appreciations, right? But I'm really gonna take it to here, I guess, where you know, when I interviewed Inspector Deck, I had told him, I said, Yo, I felt for me, speaking for myself, that I felt the woo, you guys were really messing with a lot of other New York rappers, right? Obviously, we did have Meth on Biggie's album, of course, right? I mean, I mean, before Dex started messing with Pun and and Prodigy and all this other stuff, and he was on P Rock's album and stuff. I felt, you know, Method Man and Red Man's relationship. It almost felt like Red Man was like a a, a six man of the woo, so to speak, right? But their relationship like grew to something big. Obviously, we smoking and. And music and both those guys on a pin game. I remember watching your own TV raps. You see this also watched on uh, the last episode of your own TV raps with Rakim and Karis One and Prince Monkey D and Chubb Rock and all these guys. And when Random F was in the cut and just how their relationship, you just see him build from there, right? This is kind of like definitely not a versus, right? I, I don't even want to go into it as a better catalog watch. I don't even want to have that kind of conversation. Like you said, we'll find out. I think Method Man is so popular that the general massive masses know his music probably more than Red Man. Is that shortchanging Red Man when I say that though? Because I'm not trying to do that. No, it's just it's just highlighting the fact that Method Man is just the biggest star. It's, it's not. It's no disrespect. I mean, you gotta understand, man. The nineties, Red Man literally started on wax thirty years ago, man. You know, if you got a bunch of people who are 
30 or under, a bunch of people who are 35 and under, they are not going to understand the magnitude of when Redman goes into to 1992 and does a headbangers verse. Or if Redman really says wants to go there and go into 1991, if Redman says, yo, I'm going to play some stuff from 30 years ago and starts playing his stuff from hardcore of Brothers on My Jock, which me personally will be going crazy about, and, and meet people like me and Papoose and DJ Premier will go crazy about, but people like Peter Rosenberg and the rest of these other guys will be like, oh, I don't know what, yeah, what he's yeah, playing yeah, here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So Red, 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 let me tell you something. Red got joints. Let me just say this, man, for you to understand this, man. Red is going to make a lot of people look stupid if Red said, yo, let me play my collaborative joints, man, joints that I got with other people. Red got joints. Got a, got a, I don't think. I don't think the way people look stupid, though, because I think this relationship... Here's why I can make people look stupid, because a lot of people didn't think New York uh, uh, East Coast MCs worked with MCs who wasn't from New York. Right, and Red and Mess have a 30-year history, and they always rap with people outside of New York. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if Red Mess says... There was only New York niggas on Tupac's all eyes on me. Only New York niggas... And, and that's late. I'm talking way before then. Like for example, like Redman, Redman, Redman got joints with Criss Cross. The Tonight's Tonight remix, Fireverse. Like it's a Fireverse. Redman got songs. I mean, they got songs with Spice One. Like these dudes worked with other MCs. So. Redman's going to put verses out there, and everybody's going to be acting like, oh, I don't know what I'm listening to. I really believe that. I believe Method Man's going to have the verses everybody knows, and Method Man's going to have about four verses that people going to act like they have no idea what they're listening to. Wow. Yo, my man, you know how much – just think about how many verses Redman got. Like, we know Method Man got mad verses, right? But I think people are forgetting how many Redman has. Redman with – Yeah. When Red, when Red Man does Funkarama, only me and you, how many people can know that song? And, and here's the thing. I don't believe he's going to do Funkarama. <laughs> I don't believe he's going to do Funkarama. I don't believe he's going to do it. I don't, I don't believe he's going to do it. I don't believe he's going to do it. But here's the thing. Is he going to do any songs off the Death Squad album? His like full album came out in 1998. I, I mean, 1997. So he has an entire album he's just not going to touch. All right, let's, let's go here. Let's go, let's go here, Watts. He's definitely gonna do time for some action, right? I'm going. I'm going straight for the what's the first album, right? Yo, my nigga. Yo, the last time we gave guarantees, my nigga, we was in shock. DJ Command Wizard <laughs> took us. DJ well, Command Wizard went somewhere else with it, man. Right, right, right. Well, we gotta do this. We gotta do this. Oh yeah. <laughs> you right though. You right though, fam. But tonight's a night. Just gonna can I um can't wait. That's gonna be there, right? How high? I, I, listen, I think they're gonna perform how high, how high together. Like they're gonna do songs together, like songs. Off. So, but the dogs, dogs, you do understand? They have two albums together. That's what I'm saying. Like forget, forget they're gonna do something. These niggas, yo, these niggas is really a group. They have as many. They're more of a group than Rain Ghost, in my opinion. <laughs> they're, they're actually a group to have two full albums together. Then they rob. Yo, what if what if Red says I'm gonna split my verse from Supreme Clientele with the project flow with the extra stairs? I'm gonna go crazy. Everybody in the room, me, Papoose, we go crazy over that. Cause a fire verse of Supreme Clientele. I'm gonna say this also. 
it, it, it really mess. I'm not saying I listen to our show, but I mean, yeah, both of y'all do y'all verse of Simon Says. I would love that also with Fairmont. And to me, and to me, I don't think they're gonna do that. <laughs> That's why, I think, yo, my man, my man. This is what I think people don't realize. That I don't think people realize how prolific. Redman was. See, his, the reason why I'm in this like, yo, why you keep talking about Redman? Because dogs, Method Man is just more popular. Wait, wait, He's more no, no, known. No, no, no. You have to let the people know who you had as your number one MC in the 90s, though. Redman. Facts. Redman Facts. was my number one nine MC over Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas. Raekwon, Ghost, and Prodigy. I had Redman as my number one MC for the decade of the 90s because he has the entire decade. He literally has the entire decade. Four solo albums that decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, album with Redman, uh, album with um with Messi Man, uh, album with the Death Squad. So that's six so, so albums he's on. Redman's first three albums were fucking crazy. And I'm, I'm not even gonna shit on Doctor Name like that. Like Doctor Name wasn't crazy, but his first three albums are just certified classics. Like and here's another he can he shot a video for Whatever Man. You know he, he might do his Whatever Man verse, and everybody's like, oh I remember that. They were just like the Blues Brothers. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could go there, and but now, okay. So now, listen, we know where Redman could go. I'm on, I'm on record saying Redman could go there, and y'all gonna be like, I don't remember these songs because y'all are too young and y'all never been outside. So all you gotta talk about that was on the low. I don't think that was you, know, that you know, you know what? He might play that just to be like, hey, I'm a for this song. You know what I'm saying? Like. Disappointed as I was when Rizzo didn't play his verse oh, before. Oh, 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 there you have it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. <laughs> let me I ask you a question. Well, let me, let me ask you a question. Why did Ghost do his verse of a fourth chamber? Dogs, he knows. Dogs, he, he, he knows. You see what I'm saying? Fire, You're he right. So how, did, so how did Rizzo miss that? That's a good question. Yes. And Rizzo, you're the DJ and the producer. Damn, how? That's crazy. I don't so know. I would be, I would do. Yo, Rizzo, we are, no, oh, about, hey, Rizzo, we are never going to forgive you. Yeah, PSA, hip hop, for not doing Funk Chamber, my name. We just never going to forgive you for that. We love you. We're never going to forgive you for that, though. That's just, that's just, I don't know, man. We won New York with Hurricane G. That's the song that, of course, me and you would go crazy for. The room was going to have the room, the room. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you right now, the room is going to have the realest, realest hip hop that you could think of in that room. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Because, because, I mean, you literally had to be a 90s hip hop nerd to appreciate Wait, what no, you're no, going to no. get from there. Let me ask you a question. What you just asked me then, to reverse it back to you. Do you think we the hip hop more hip hop heads in that chat with Red and Meth and Rain Ghost? Uh, yes. I think it's a two-part question. I think it should be a lot more. Are people going to appreciate Red and Meth more than Rain Ghost? Yes, they are, and it's going to be a lot more. Okay, so because listen, I don't want to get to numbers. Let me just say this: I don't want to talk numbers talk, but I'm going to just tell you how it's going to look. All right. Uh, Rain Ghost got to 100k 
and they maintained it, but then they fluctuated between like 94K, between 100K for the whole time. So that's that's pretty good, but but wait till you see the numbers when Method Man and Red Man do it. And and it is going to be because of Method Man. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to be because of – here's the thing. Anybody Method Man would have battled, it was going to be Oz big crowd because either the person was going to be of the stature of Method Man or Method Man was going to be the draw. Method Man is the draw for this because Method Man – it's part of the new generation. The new generation of people are familiar with him. They know him. Method Man does songs to battle rappers. Yeah. So the battle rap community absolutely knows who he is. Yeah. So they might be like, yo, let me see what this OG was doing oh, back in the day. Oh, I just interviewed Ill Will of Last Week Watch, right? And the way he spoke about Method Man, yo, Ill Will told me that, yo, Method Man told him, I'm not going to charge you for a verse, Ill Will. I fuck with you as a battle rapper. All you got to do is fly me up to the, to the yak and then to do the verse. And I got you. And just like that, Meth never, Meth, Meth never charged for a verse. Meth, Meth has always, Method Man and Red Man have That's always crazy. put a love for hip hop. It's not crazy, yo, my man. It's not crazy. No, no, no. A lot of these niggas aren't doing that. Watch. A lot of these niggas ain't doing that. No, 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 no. People who don't put money as the end or be or do that. I'll give you a perfect example. I'll tell you. I'll give. I'll, I'll give you examples. I know. Mike Fratello. You know exactly who Mike Fratello is, don't you? Right? Hello? Yo, say, I'm going to ask. Say, what? say one more time. Sorry, pardon yourself. But you know what? I, I, I agree. I, I, I know the point you're making. But the point is, Method Man is just more known, so he's going to be the one. When you see, The numbers are going to be just way more right. than what it is right. because Method Man right. has bridged every generation right. and been and more power, relevant. Power, power and all that plays a part also, right? You can say that also, right? A bit of, not, not plays a part. It plays a major part. Right. It plays a major part. It's not a part. I mean, he's in a popular TV show with Mary J. Blige. You know what I'm saying? Like, Meth is here. So, I, I know, you know we get a Method Man appreciation, but where do we, we, and we talk about this in the 90s, we've got a Method Man I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. Really Shout out to Bortic Rain. I got into an argument because I said, yo, I'm not going to, what, what do you mean? I, I'm not going to say Jay-Z's more iconic than Method Man. And when you, when you hear that come on, mom, she's like, how could you say that? Jay-Z's a billionaire. And then, and, then, and then I say, then I say this, and then I say this. If you think Jay Z is more iconic than Method Man, F and I'm a D. Here we go with Jay Z talking, fan again. Just J O has to be met. Yes, yeah, I think I I'm talk about to explain to you how iconic Method Man is because people don't know or understand or appreciate. Method Man was a full fledged superstar before 1996. Before 1996, Method Man was an international, global let's, superstar. Let's be honest, man. We said this numerous times, man. Niggas go that Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas talk, and I ain't mad at that. It's but Method Man is right there with them niggas, it's man. Not Man is, it's not Method Man is right there. Method Man was the biggest star of all yep. of them for yep. years. Yep. Biggie was like, yo, I'm like the hardest nigga in the hip-hop on my album. <laughs> That was the the guy he went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Now, you look at Meth, right? When you came out with 
Illmatic knives and mess make him up with cattle. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Men went straight platinum out the gate, nigga. He was home with no money, watching Big win all source awards. And that's a fact. Now, let's go here. Meth obviously bring the pain. Probably does M E T H O D man, right? So when he does songs like Bring the Pain, M E T H O D man, maybe a couple. I wonder how long does he stay in the thirty six chambers bag till he goes into Cal. Now if he goes into Cal, obviously bring the pain. That's that's a no brainer, right? Do you think he can go to another song? It'll be too cute if he goes with the blood clot. Yeah, said so it'll be too cute. But me and you will be like, oh my God, he's he's really showing how But let me tell you, let me tell you this. Mess could start the verses off with Lemon, with his verse from Lemon. He could start it wow. off that way, though. Yo, Mess, real talk? You got to put Lemon on there, my nigga. I'm sorry. Conway, you got to just get Lemon, man. Call that. I don't think Conway would even matter. Now, 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 you want me to give you another curveball? You want me to give you another curveball? He could, if he wants to do another curveball and get cute and get really cute, just to show how modern he is and how relevant he is, he can even, and I wouldn't be mad, do his joint with Nori and Conway. Because he had the best verse on that song. He did, he did, he did, he did. He now, did. Now, now, I'm saying if he wanted to get cute and try to be funny style with it, he could do that. I I would highly advise it. If you're only doing 20 songs of meth, don't do that. But I highly say you need to do your lemon verse. You have to do your lemon verse. Yeah. Every, oh, yeah. And here's the thing, Mr. Man, everybody's going to know it. So don't be, don't think you're doing a lemon verse and people are not gonna know. We everybody's gonna know that verse. Now I'm glad you were here. I'm glad you were here for a second. Is Red Man gonna struggle more than Meth knowing what the people want? No. Or is it easy for Red Man? Meth and Man can do what Snoop did. Snoop went into the '90s and stayed there. <laughs> and, it, and, 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 and it was, I mean, my man was, he went six deep on doggy style. You know what I'm saying? He's in there perform. He performed the chronic and doggy style, and that was the first eleven songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, to be fair, but to be fair, we love Meth, but Meth don't have a doggy style album. But it's no, no, no. But Meth has a '90s run where he could yeah, stay in four years and give you 20 bangers from '93 to '96 if he wanted to. He's on every Wu album. He can spit every verse off of every Wu album he was on. You gotta do shadow boxing. That's a no brainer. Meth, you gotta do shadow boxing. Let me tell you this: Meth doesn't do shadow boxing. It'll be equivalent <laughs> to, to to Redman. It'll be equivalent. And let me just say, can you want me to say this? He can answer. He can respond to headbangers with shadow boxing. He could definitely, definitely. And and and, and guess what? And that is a boxing. debatable. And that is a debatable. I'm not going to tie like a scary ass nigga. I'm going shadow boxing. Oh, I won't. Wait, wait, guess what? Guess what? I won't go tie either. I, I won't go. I won't go tie either. I'm going to go tie either. But let that happen, and then we'll see what's going to beat Headbangers. If there's anything that can beat Redman first on Headbangers. And what I'm saying, if Redman goes first and you do Headbangers, Messy Man, you got to go shadow boxing. So we're not expecting PLO style or fucking Mr. Sandman or shit like that. My, my man, my man, my man, Meth. Let me tell you something. Meth. Meth is like Jada Kiss when it comes to features. He got five mic yep. features, man. That's what I'm saying. To me, honestly, Meth is going to have the hardest time picking the verses. I really believe right. that. 
I really believe that. He's going to have all his time. Too much, too much material. My man, my man what, if he, what if he goes raw hide? What if he says, yo, man, I want, I want to do more. Yo, I would love for him to go raw hide on OJ. But, but, but you was, see what he can do? I recorded that. I was raving at that. But, come on, but, but think about this is what Messing Man can do. Messing Man to go. Listen, think about this, man. This is why Messing Man is just going <laughs> to. Messing Man. You know that run that you said the RZA had one of these greatest runs, that four-year run of uh, RZA? Run. Remember that? No, no, no. you right, right. Do you know Messy Man is on every one of those four-year run songs? Mm-hmm. Right. He has multiple songs throughout that four-year run. Dogs. What if he says, I'm going to stay in that era for about ten songs? What, what's going to happen? Here's my, here's my thing, though. When Meth goes into All I Need with Mary J. Blige, what the hell is Red Man do? Nothing. 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 I don't. uh, No. Because you're wasting tonight's tonight. Because people are just going to automatically give that the win. That's an automatic win for Method Even though to me and you, even even though to me and you, Redman got a lot of joints that can beat that. A lot. To the masses. To the masses. I would put tonight's tonight over that shit for me. Dog, I put tonight tonight. I think can't wait. I think headbangers first. I think it's first of pop high. Like it's not gonna be listen, it's not gonna be difficult to beat the verse in terms of hip hop talk, but in terms of the sheer popularity of that song, Grammy winning song, platinum selling single, it's just nothing that could be done with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um shit. It's like that, my brother. With K Solo gets to get that out of the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, what was that song on Muddy Waters that Red MF had together, though? Do, do what you're selling, I'm going to follow. Yeah, man. See, I mean, come on, man. Back together, Wait a minute. Man. That was, so, so, yo, let me just say this, man. Listen. They could, off the blackout album alone, they both have five verses apiece that they could just play at each other, man. That would just be insane. Like, you know they're going to perform Rockwallers together, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, but but my man, they got, they got more joints That's on that album, Rockwell. man. They do, but they got to do Rockwallers first, though. They got to do Rockwallers, though. They're going to do Rockwallers. They're going to do Rockwallers. That's why this yeah. is going to be a dope. But see, this was crazy. These dudes have toured together. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be so easy for them to do this. So, first of all, they yeah. were on Versus a couple of weeks ago with D'Angelo. And D'Angelo's worked them out. Zero. Trust me, there's zero ego involved with these two niggas, man. On yeah. and, and, and they have and they have the utmost respect for each other's MCs. I, I for one, thought it was one of the greatest decisions in hip hop history that Method Man and Red Man built the bond because they didn't have to. Red Man could have been right. on his I'm Death Squad, yep. me and Keith, yep. I'm gonna keep my thing. Yep. Like he could have been, but these dudes had genuine love for each other. Method Man is one of the most genuinely loved MCs. He has love for everybody, but the fact that these dudes really genuinely liked each other and did mass songs together with no ego involved. And they don't diss each other. They don't diss each other. Like that's that's big, that, that, let me tell you something. That made hip hop greater in the '90s. That was a great oh, thing for hip hop that we had that okay. because because I'll give you a perfect example. Hip-hop would have been so much better if Jay and Nas had that same kind of admiration for each other. Yep, yep, yep. Because if they did, yep. them niggas would have had songs in 97, 98. Yep. No, if they did, they would have had songs in 96. Because Jay wanted to work yep. with them in 96. And 97 yep. and 98. So, so that was all on Nas. I'm going to be with you, man. I know, you know, we talk about Jay a lot and shit like this, and, we, and niggas love to pin Jay and Nas against each other. But let's have a real talk. I know we're talking about Red Man and Man, but we gotta get this, I got to get this off once. I genuinely believe 
even in the midst of Jay and Nas going at each other, Jay always liked Nas B. And there's nothing wrong with that. Niggas hear that, be oh, oh yeah, he's here. I, but that's all, why, why would he not like Nas? Like, how the fuck can you not like Nas? It's not that he didn't like Nas. Nas. He, he, he's a big fan of Nas, like everybody else was. You know Nas, what I'm saying? You know what but, I mean, Jay, Jay heard Back to the Grill again and, and Live at the Barbecue wasn't lit. Like, who the fuck is this little nigga? Like when this. Jay said, I showed you your first check on Tola Lodge Professor, when Jay said that, that meant, that meant Jay knew exactly who Nas was. So from that point on, Jay knew exactly who that man was. And you telling me Jay wouldn't have done songs with Nas in 96, 97, 98? Come on, come on, come on. When he reached out to Nas and tried to get collaborations and Nas turned him down, because that's what yes. happened. Yes. That's what happened. So Nas is the reason. Let's keep it real. We're keeping it on it. Nas is the reason why we do not have Prime J and Nas songs I'm, in the I'm, 90s. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation now, because now other people will take what you say and be, ah, yeah, Jay was begging Nas to work with him, and Nas fronted on him, right? That'll be the kiki of jokes. But no one ever talks about Jay wanting to actually work with Nas Absolutely. Not Absolutely. Not Absolutely. I mean, he told Andrew Martinez, he said, yo, he said, yo, I reached out to this dude three separate times to do work together. And for whatever the reason is, that Nas was not, I don't know, you know, I don't want someone to ask Nas to rebuttal that. Just, just well, to find out, like, why, 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 what was the issue? Why you ain't with Jay Well, look at Nas' record, though. Nas, I mean, yeah, he did shit with Marv and he did shit with, with Ray and Ghost here and there. But for the most part, Nas is alone. Wait a minute. He got songs with Method Man and DMX on the Belly soundtrack. Yeah, Belly soundtrack. Let me tell you, can Method go into that verse? That's only a verse me and you going to appreciate. Yes, you could go. See, that. To me, Method's going to have the hardest time putting these verses together. So you're going to do another song here with D'Angelo, Break Up Some Makeup on, on Judgment. To ca- judgment I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'll be real with you, though, my nigga. If you don't do Judgment Day song, I will be mad if you don't do it. I'm going to be real with you. Okay, let me just say this, Method Man. If you go into your Break Up the Makeup song with D'Angelo, it might be popular with the crowd, but in your hearts, you know anything Batman plays is going to beat that. We yeah, just did a we just did a review. We just no, he doesn't, because that song wasn't all that. You know it wasn't. You know it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't all that, but D'Angelo just played that song as fucking uh, verses and Method Man was there for that. That's, and yeah, guess what? That's why I don't want to see it again. That's why I don't want to see like, it again. But just like you went to Fourth Chamber, we see Fourth Chamber, Fourth Chamber pop up everywhere, right? No, it's the Fourth Chamber, my nigga. No, 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 no. You're calling it the end of Fourth Chamber. No, that, no, seriously. Yeah, that's that's what you're doing? Song. That's song. Nah, man, nah. You you meant you meant Run. You said it's like how Run was played. This song is not like Run. It is no, not I like run. run. I didn't mean Run. So here's the thing. But 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 here's the sad thing. Because Method Man is gonna want to play something off of Judgment Day, and he's gonna want to play something that's known. Mm-hmm. He'll go to D'Angelo route, my nigga. He got so much joints he'll play off of Judgment Day. He got. Yo, okay, I'm glad you brought Sweet Love up. I got Sweet Love in the same category. First of all, Sweet Love is a better song than Kame. Let's talk about it. Yo, hey, hold on, hold on, about women than Kame. Come on, come on, come on. Look, I'm not mad at that, though. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm going to say that. I'm not mad at that. I'm saying the rhyme and everything. Yeah, I'm not so, mad at that. I'm not mad at that. So, listen, yo, let me tell you something. Let me absolutely do Swe
Yo, my man, we didn't never talk about Judgment Day, man. If we talk about that album, man, you're going to hear... Dog, the way you feel about the Gemini is the way I feel about Judgment Day. The way you feel about black on both sides is the way I feel about Judgment Day. Well, if that's the case, that that's the case. Me. Wait, because you know how much I like street life. So that means you held street life to high regard like I do then, if that's the case. No, and not at all, man. Not at all. He all over the fucking album. He's on the album, but that's a oh, that's man. a method man album. You right? He's on a couple of joints, and I and I like them. No, but don't, don't, I'm don't, telling don't you, do I like I like I like that album like you like Black on Both Sides by Most Def. I because I believe that you know how much I love that. No, 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 no. I'm telling you how I feel about it because I want you to know. I like Judgment Day, Messy Man, like you like Aquemini, like you like Black on Both Sides. And I'll tell you this straight up right now. Hell no. It's Black on Both Sides better than Judgment Day. Hell no. Yes, it is. Right, yes, right. It when is. I say it, I'm like, yes, I'm like, yes, it's not even. Yes, it is, nigga. Yo, fuck the fuck out. Yes, the fuck it is. Yo, wild. Right it's now. not even I love Beth. I love Beth. But we not doing my stuff. My man, it's not at the table nah. with Judgment Day, B. Nah. Judgment Day, Judgment Day is everything to me, B. So, yo, Meth got Mike so much, B. Meth got so Judgment Day is not four mics to me, brother. At all. At all. You got to have five. You ain't got to have five. Knock it off. Knock it off. Oh, my man, my man, let me tell you something. My man, let me tell you something, man. My man, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When did you buy Judgment Day? The day it came out, nigga. Why? Because it's math. It wasn't because of the first single. So wait a minute. So wait a minute. So Method Man, who's from the Wu-Tang Clan, we bought the Wu-Tang album in 1993. We got to Cal in 94. We bought all the stuff. Why was the Anticipation for that album so crazy. If the cow wasn't give it to die trying, why did why was there a fanatical obsession for me and you that we couldn't wait to get that Method Man second album? Because Method was still popping and Method still fire. That's why. I, but here's the thing. That's a platinum album. That, that, I think that's Meth's biggest selling album. Meth was so popular. Let me tell you all this. Meth was so popular. The album sold 500,000 first week. You have the average hip-hop fan, though. You'll get a mixed reaction with that album. Yo, they can mix reaction all at once, man. You are not a Method Man fan if you do not fuck with Judgment Day. You not you are not a fan of Method Man the rapper if you do not like Judgment Day. And even though Method Man shortchanges the album because he always says, I never really had a chance because I was so popular. I'm always on the road. I'm always doing something to really be in the studio to lock in to make an album. He says that. I'm not giving him a pass on that because this album was incredible. Well, let me go back here with you. Well, Red Man, you want to go back in the Death Squad back? I'm back? Yes, I do. I, I want him to play something off of there. He got joints off of there. Full cooperation. Mm, full cooperation. He joints Jamal. He got joints, man. Like, 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 uh, 
Redman was prolific in the 90s, man. He got mad joints. I don't think by, by public perception, Method Man has no chance to win this by, by the public because Method Man is just so popular and more known. Like, for example, Method Man can do Lemon. Does Redman have something in the last five years, a verse that is gonna be, that you're going to like to Lemon? No. And Redman has dropped the album. Redman dropped the album recently. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, like, it's not going to compete with Lemon. I don't think it is either. Now, if you go into one of your '90s classic verses, yeah, you can you can easily go with Lemon, like without 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 thinking. Now, here's another thing, Method. You're gonna go into your Christina Aguilera bag, Let's Get Dirty bag. Are you going Are you gonna go there? No, but you know, hold on. Method's definitely gonna go in the Limp Biscuit bag also. That's not a five month verse. Yes, it is. Okay, so you get and, and wait a minute. Did DJ Premier not pr- produce that song? Yes, he did. Okay, so what, what, so what are we? What, so what's the issue with that song? I love that song. I actually, love that. Song. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What, there's no issue. There's no, no issue with that saying, song. No, me saying that is not having an issue. Me saying that because I wanted to play the song. I think I, you, song. I think I think he's gonna play that song. See, you know what's weird about Mess? Mess got so many underground, grimy, gritty songs, but then because he was so popular. He got the Limp Bizkit song, the D'Angelo song, the Mary J. Blige song. He got a lot of them just popular songs. But then he got any songs on the low with Onyx and Worst Come to Worst. He got a lot of songs on the low. My man, let me tell you something. If people see Mess actually rap his boxing hand verse off of Iron Man, they're going to understand how lyrical and how nice he is. Because Method Man's voice and his gruff, people don't give him the lyrical miracle bag. But he's a lyrical dude. He was steaming on Lemon, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, man. So it's going to be so it's going to be a celebratory battle with Redman and Meth. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. Nobody can review it better than us. Nobody can know it better than us. It's Fact. literally not possible. Unless Redman and Method Man are going to review this battle, <laughs> yes, the only place on earth you're going to get a real review of this. And it's not going to be Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> oh, man, that's what it is, man. Watch it. on my G. T-S-A hip-hop. The home of LeBron James. LeBron James, you need to get better. You have a high ankle sprain. You have a high ankle sprain. And three is very concerned. We don't know how many, how long you're going to be out. You know, and this basically means if all all Jokic got to do is stay healthy, and it's just going to be his now at this point. Because have enough games. But watch it deeper than that, though. Now we're talking about standings now, pecking orders now, games being behind in the playoff push. Utah can run with the West. You know what I mean? Like, his neck and neck, so to speak. If I look at the standings right now, that's, 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 that should be a late. You don't think that should be a Lakers concern, though? Because AD's still not here, my nigga. Yo, you have concerns about KD and AD not playing at all? Uh, AD, now they're saying what the real issue was. The issue was they said he had a tear in his hamstring. Oh, boy. That, that's what they said, and he's going to be out another two weeks. So, do I have concerns? My concerns on level 100. Level 100. I am very concerned because the Nets must 
they have to win the championship this year. This well, is, you know, you cannot do long-term thinking because the, the, the tomorrow's never promised. You never know how these things go. You can, exactly. you can put these super teams together, and, and, and you're always one injury away from it to never happen. Brooklyn has to win so I can run around this motherfucking city and tell every New York Knicks fan just what it feels like to win a championship in New York City. The Lakers right now are number three in the West, right? And Utah has – think about this, Watch Utah, Utah has 30 wins. Phoenix has 27 wins. Lakers got 28 wins. Clippers got 27 wins. Nuggets got 25. Portland got 25. So one through six – two through six, probably two through six right now is fighting. So now LeBron is out for a while. Lakers are number three. And the Clippers are right behind them at 27 and 16 or 28 and 14. So it's just the Clippers, you try to make a run right now. That, that should be the focus to try to get number three spot. You know what I mean? The focus now is to win as many games as you can if the Lakers are going to start losing so you can have home court advantage. Because there's home court advantage now because now – we're not in the bubble no more. You literally travel to the person's place. So I believe home court advantage is going to mean something. So um, this is, but but this is going to upset the MVP voting. The NBA media was like, basically, we're going to give it to LeBron come hella high water. Yeah. You, you want me to tell you something that's going to, that's going to be crazy? Giannis hasn't missed any games. This team is winning. He's putting up the same exact numbers as he put up for his last two MVPs. The media is going to have to really now create reasons why he's not an MVP candidate. They're going to have – because what, what they, 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 he's on a winning team and he's putting up the same exact numbers he put up the last two years. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't think he's a candidate, at least a nominee at all? I never hear Chris Bessard talk about him. I never hear Skip talk about him. I never hear Shannon talk about him. I never hear Wiley talk about him. I never hear uh, Nick Wright talk about him. I watch the shows every morning and every morning. Okay, let's talk about Ken. Let's talk about MVP. Is LeBron still number one? Is he still leading? Is he still leading? They never mentioned Giannis. But guess what? How do you not mention him now? LeBron not playing. Wait, wait. LeBron's not playing. Um, Embiid is not playing. So how well, are they going to twist themselves to not mention the Greek freak now? Well, here's the thing with the Greek freak. They're number three in the East, and they won yeah. six in a row. They won six in a row. Okay. Is this not an MVP push? Yeah, because they start winning 10 in a row, 11 in a row, and shit like that. And and yeah. now you got LeBron not playing. You got I mean, yeah. come on. They already said we're gonna hold it against James Harden. They already yeah. said we're gonna hold it against James Harden for what he did. And situation, right? Okay, boom. So so and B's not playing. So in the Eastern Conference, who's the leading MVP candidate in the Eastern Conference right now? Yeah, to be Kyrie or Greek Freak or Jimmy Jimmy Butler too. I would throw Jimmy Butler's name in there. They can't give it to Jimmy Butler over uh, over the Greek freak in the East, but but I see what you're saying. But my point is, this is going to change the entire narrative because now the media, who is hell bent, I believe they so hell bent on not giving Greek freak three in a row like Larry Bird that they will give this shit to Nikolai to 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 to, Nick, to, to the Joker and be like, look, he's having a great year, he's on a winning team, uh, and and that will be their justification because they they don't want to give the Greek freak three in a row. Mm. 
I actually like that the Milwaukee's winning all these games and they're going to force. Now you're going to find out how fake the NBA media is, how political the NBA media is. Because Milwaukee's, if Milwaukee has a better record than Denver and then the Greek Freak is putting up 30 12s, why is he not MVP again? Yeah. You got a point. I you got a point, though. You got a point. All right, my nigga, that's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. It's your boy 3 and watch. I know the vibes already. Fuck with your boys, man. What?